0: James did ODST. Oh, yeah. We beat ODST. Oh, I have in not, one sitting? Four Ooh, sittings. Okay. Four sittings. Like recently? Yeah. We oh, uh, we finished nice. it last night. We did the last four Very campaign nice. missions last night. And it was one of those moments. It was like 1130, 12, getting late. And we were finishing up and we were just like the, having the best time, uh, that's good. So, yeah, it was just like that's reach? why I love Halo. I have we, a, we like we just like you, we like shot this ghost and like debris fell on me, you know, and killed me. I was like, this is you don't get this in other
1: games. It was just so Halo
0: experience. Only get it here to the
1: sandbox elements of it. I actually think you're you're probably gonna die inside, but I don't. I don't. I only.
2: <laughs> he said it <laughs> you've never so casually. Halo.
1: No, I I played Halo, but I've you've only completed Halo One, Three, Reach three four and five
0: yeah you're missing out on yeah (laughs) (laughs) three's good i have played some of one and two of all of them yeah you should totally Totally. do it better
2: than i am that's true you really got
0: you should i mean i know know you have so many games but if you replay halo one and two with the now new remastered graphics yeah
1: you'll have a great time. Oh, I know. And the I know. i have a great time. I can just keep, great, keep forgetting to go back to it, but it's actually, your, the cinematic so, two will blow your mind. Oh, I've seen like, yeah. the, the, I've seen, it's I like saw them movie. on YouTube before ah, they, before the so best collection came out. I was like, yeah. my God, so show to my cousin yeah. and he and I were both just, flipping yeah, shit. they're beautiful. But, uh, but I actually, I don't know. I might be able to get to it sooner than later because, yeah. I have recently decided and this ties in slightly to this to this Jerry episode keeps
2: making these grandiose decisions <laughs> <And> a revelation
1: <laughs> just you know set my priorities just straight in here <laughs> this actually plays very well into uh, the topic of today's show oh and being that I've recently decided that I'm probably going to cut I have 2 I've been sitting On two Assassin's Creed games in my backlog. Yeah, I'm probably gonna cut them from the backlog. Good. I am all for getting rid of your backlog,
0: so so that way I can (laughs) I can move and and I'll get into which two are getting cut. Uh, You don't need to play them.
1: Uh, Assassin's Creed Unity See, and the Assassin's thing, Creed you Rogue. Don't,
2: no, you don't need to play More either. More time of those for games. different games. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Exactly. But that leads perfect setup. We're just gonna roll right okay. into it. To what's up, everybody, <laughs> and welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jared Wilson, joined to my right by Rachel Morgan. Bonjourno, and to my left. Zachary Parks Yo In case you did not know Team Chat Podcast is a video game podcast Where we talk about games The ones we love The ones we hate And everything in between If you want to get in contact with us You can send us an email At teamchatpodcast.gmail.com Follow us on Twitter Like us on Facebook And subscribe to our YouTube And iTunes channels Pound that subscribe button <laughs> Pound it <laughs> Hit that thumbs up Smash that subscribe
0: button YouTubers God I hate See I feel like if we people. had the soundboard With that stuff
1: We would get the subscribe Oh no, you no, never know worst. But if you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash team chat podcast, whereas for as little as a dollar a month, you can support the show. And in return, we will give you a cool perk, like getting the episode early before its general Tuesday release, and access to our private Discord Team Chat Podcast server. Bam. Bing, Bam bing, bing bing
2: That was good. That's well you. done. Yeah, you, thank you. You did good. Yep. Thank
1: you. you, did, you did I, good, I kid. appreciate the hats <laughs> back whenever I can get it. Uh, But we do have. A, song, a update for the song contest in that we don't have a winner for this week yet because we're recording very quickly after the we're recording, recording so on the day way. Yes, <laughs> on, on the day. So, so the, uh, no winner yet, but we do have a hint given to us from Dylan for, from Dylan Biles at the end of the episode. Nice. So stick Sweet. around for that episode. Actually, you know what? Since, uh, there's not going to be an update. We'll talk about it later. The game that Mark Fabry, we're just going to go ahead and, and talk about that. Char. Oh, okay. Executive decision. So, the game that uh, Mark Fabry gave us a hint for, which was if you ever wanted to race yeah, a monocle, right. germ, mustachioed, yeah. monocle wearing German in a Lancia Delta, you know, this game is for you. That game is an oldie, but goodie.
2: Monopoly Stunts. for the PC? Nope.
1: Stunts. <laughs> Do you have a picture of that? 1991. From Broderbund Software, which that name is what a blast from the, the
2: past. heck? This looks like a game
0: I used to play, not going to lie. Really? I played it for the Sega Genesis. I don't know if that what that game is for.
1: 91? That might be a little... Wow, that's an old
2: game. Yeah.
1: Mark said that he was thinking of either doing a soundtrack from the Blade Runner game or the Indiana Jones Fate of Atlantis game, but those <laughs> might be too recognizable. <laughs> <I> <laughs> so, he just hit the far running. other end of the spectrum. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I did really like the song though. <laughs> I did. Yeah, it it had a really cool. fun like obviously very synthy sound to it, but it was like really peppy and what, no. really
2: all all racing games, whether they be from the 90s or not, should have that kind of soundtrack. Oh, it just like, makes sense. Believe absolutely or not, right.
0: I played a lot of this game. Really Really? Believe it or not. Holy yep. shit. This was a big game in my life. How
2: did you not get... I well, you probably... <laughs> <laughs>
0: this specifically, I remember, the loop-de-loop and how difficult it was. So I never oh. was able to achieve the loop-de-loop. You get to the never? top and you fall down. And what, one of the things that stunt was so great about stunts is it had a replay system. So you could watch... actually, oh, even in a game it that had old? had a replay, yep. So I played... This, so I, I, the, the reason... I think I mentioned this on a lot... There were more... Wait, what, The remarkable community around a 27-year-old game. Wow, there's a little big community. You're
2: missing out. Join those people. I (laughs) talked
0: about this a way long time ago in Team Chat, but uh, the Sega Genesis channel. Uh, the Sega oh. Channel for Sega Genesis.
1: Oh and yeah, I remember you talking about that. That huh.
0: you was plugged in. It was like internet gaming in its infancy. It, like you had this cartridge, you plugged in the Sega Genesis, and you could plug it into the cable box.
1: Yeah, I remember and you and talking about that. Every
0: week, you had like fifty new games, like little little games, and one of them I think was Stunts. Oh, and nice. I remember playing Stunts a lot. It's crazy. God Man, Lord. that's just blast, blast from the, from the past. past. I was like Young six. people
2: these days will never be able to appreciate stuff like that. No. You no. had a cartridge no. that you plugged into the system, that it you was plugged so into the cable box, that yeah, you only manual. had a tiny, tiny It's crazy.
0: You actually were part of it. Oh, you know? that sounds
2: awesome. Yeah. That just makes me feel happy just thinking
1: about yeah, it. it was mm. great. Nostalgia. F- <laughs> four fuzzies. <laughs> All right. Well, the topic of today Coming at you with a double review episode. (gasps) Following up on Super Mario Odyssey from last week. We're going to be touching on two games, both of them pretty recent. One is very recent. The other one is about a few months old, a year old. It might be
0: a year.
2: Oh, it's over a year old. Yeah. I think it's a year old.
1: I think it's a year. At least. I feel like it came out. It was like June or something of last year or something like that. I could be wrong, but the two games. Six
2: years old.
1: The two games that we'll be going over are... Assassin's Creed Origins, thus how it tied in to the games that I'm kicking mm-hmm. from my backlog that I was talking about earlier. And Inside.
2: Inside. 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 It
1: was last year, 2016. Last year. 2016. Oh, okay, so yeah. it's a year old. Alright, well which one of these games should we jump into first? Do we want to do the most recent one first, or do we want to do the older one first? I
2: want to do Assassin's Creed first,
1: okay. because
2: I'm really excited about Inside.
1: You <laughs> want to you sp- you spend the more time? Okay, okay. <laughs>
2: Assassin's Creed, I am really excited to hear about the petting of the cats. Oh, so yeah. So if you could just skip
1: to that part, cat. that'd be super two thousand. You pet the cats. <laughs> the cat walks he up, would, you squat down, and you just immediately start petting the cat.
2: Do you want me to go get our producer, Henry, so that you guys can
1: recreate the scene? <laughs> so recreate the scene? He will not sit. <laughs> he will not, he, <laughs> he will not stand not for, for it. Henry's not about that life. All
2: right, so tell us about Assassin's
1: Creed. Okay, so Assassin's Creed. This <sighs> is Origins, 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 right? Origins, right, the most so recent release. The reason I
0: say is because, okay, that's the most, okay, never mind. Yeah, there you go. I don't even know where we are. Okay.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> set the scene for us, Jared. Where are we? Okay, so basically the whole thing about this and why this is such a big a big game in the Assassin's Creed universe is that they took a year off of development and putting out a new Assassin's Creed before this one. In the in so there was Assassin's Creed Syndicate, they uh, stopped a year, and then now here is Origins. And the whole point of that is. This the series is getting stale we need to put in new ideas new ways of playing new gameplay everything like that and we're hoping to come back with something new fresh and exciting <laughs> of what I've, I've not finished the game yet but what I've played so far which is around 20 ish hours. My workload has been way more substantial than, uh, than Still usual. Still 20 hours That's is a substantial amount of time to put into a game. I had a Except. good solid weekend when I first got yeah. it, that I could really spend some time in it. Um, so this, isn't, this review won't touch as much on the story, just because the story hasn't been fully fleshed out and developed yet, as to the point I'm at. So I don't want to speak too soon. But I have a great idea of the mechanics and all the different things you can do and how it stands apart from other Assassin's Creed games. And I can say early on that, yes, it is so much better hmm. than Isn't, its predecessors. But Predecessors
2: in what uh, generation? So, like, is it on the level of, like, Assassin's Creed 2, for example? Or, like, where one? does it... Uh, I think a lot of people think that Assassin's Creed so 2 far, is Assassin's the highest Creed of 2, the high.
1: For me, of the ones I played. So, I, I've actually skipped the last three. or uh, Rogue. Unity and Syndicate, just because I played Black Flag. Black Flag was great, and that was uh, that was number that was number four. Um, really, that was number four. Well, no. I thought it was oh, because God's sake, Assassin's, Assassin's Creed, Creed Assassin's Creed, <laughs> Assassin's Creed Two, <laughs> Assassin's, Creed, II, oh Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, and Assassin's Creed Revelations. Then it did <laughs> Assassin's Creed Three. Oh my God! <laughs> then you had Assassin's Creed Black Flag. What the? F- Okay. Not to mention, there are a couple of Vita games. I'm and glad stuff like
2: to that. know that I wasn't completely wrong. I was like, there's no way Black Flag was only yeah, the no, fourth no, no, one. No, no, no. Are <laughs> you trying to pull a fast one on no.
1: us? <laughs> uh, actually, this last week was the 10 year anniversary of the first Assassin's Creed.
2: Oh, wow. It feels You've like 20 years. I know. It feels like 50 years of Assassin's
1: Creed. So here's the thing. So immediately off the bat with this thing, it sets it up and just it's a completely breath of fresh air as in terms of things you can do mechanics and how you just interact with the world at large. In the past games, you have, like, especially Black Flag was very open world in the sense that, you know, you could get on a boat and travel and do all this different stuff. The Assassin's Creed Origins map is huge. Is it? It can take, I, I saw this in an article, that it can take, if you started at one end and go to the other, just walking in a line, three hours to cross.
0: Nice. Wow. It's always a good
1: thing. Which is uh, probably the funny. biggest is Assassin's Creed map. Is that if you're Creed not map. running... I don't know about that.
2: Okay, you uh, could I'd be, be running. interested to see how the speed factors into that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's true. I mean, you can also ride a ride a camel or a horse in the one. <laughs> <swine.
2: laughs> Still, that is pretty impressive. Yeah. yeah so it's it's a, it's
1: a huge map. Like you'll be running around in the like the first area that you start out in. I pulled. Up, I remember pulling up the map for the first time, and I was looking at. It's like, oh, there's a lot of stuff to do here. And Then I zoomed out, and I was like, my yeah. God, I have <laughs> so much more. <laughs> so so that right off the bat is a big plus for me. Uh, but just a little again, I'm not going to go into spoiler territory. Not going to go too much on the story but your character is Bayek who is this member of a Egyptian what I wrote it down Egyptian order like this super like it's a well respected like military protector kind of like a guardian role oh so they're not like a secret
2: society like people know about them yeah people know about them
1: they're called the Medjay And which I keep wanting to say magi.
2: I was about to say, isn't that from the mummy? I think that sounds familiar.
1: (laughs) I be. But it keeps. And when I kept hearing it, I was like, are they saying magi, like the people who brought Jesus gifts? (laughs) The
2: people that brought Jesus gifts. (laughs) I
1: I don't think that's the same thing. But no, it's magi.
2: Assassin's Creed where you're the three kings <laughs> yeah. and the whole game is you're just bringing those gifts to Jesus. Just back and
1: forth. It's just a one long fetch quest. <laughs> like it's True.
2: full of murder and Assassin's Creed <laughs> stuff. I have ideas, Ubisoft. Is it Ubisoft? Yeah. yeah. It okay, just Ubisoft. checking. Yeah. Yeah. They need to listen to me. I've got great ideas for the series.
1: So basically the basic premise is that y- is as uh, Baak, you uncover the secret organization that is trying to pull the strings and control the r- rulers oh. of Egypt, you know, or in this case, Ptolemy uh, the first. And so you, which... From where I'm sitting in the game so far, seems like that's setting up... Obviously, you know he's an assassin, like Bikes, an assassin and stuff like that. Or He's a part of what will become known as the Order of the Assassins. So I'm okay. assuming that the secret organization that he's going after and learning out more is going to be what eventually turns into the, the Templars of the, of the earlier... Assassin's Creed games. Okay, I because
2: see. Because this you're is saying. the game
1: that is kind of like It's, like a it's the origins. It's the kickoff you know? to everything. It's right
2: in the it's title, dummy. Yeah,
1: well, I don't take these titles literally.
0: I'm assuming they just think never of know. words and they throw a like dart at it. And like it's Assassin's Creed <laughs> Revelations. You know, that's, that's kinda, what the new one will be. That's kinda how they've been <laughs> it doing might be it.
1: <laughs> um, but anyway, so you go off and you go to all these different you wind up going to Alexandria so far as where I've been, you know, so you can see the pyramids, you get to climb on the pyramids. Ooh, you get to go to the, go the library? Go. Uh yeah. yeah That's That's important. You get to go into the Great Library of Alexandria. All this other great stuff, and it has incredible... And and also, the game is beautiful. Like, the... the, And for one, too, it's fun because ancient Egypt is a setting that is not often explored in video games.
2: So what's the year in terms of ancientness? Like, Alexandria is still around, Uh, so that
1: would be what? So, like, Cleopatra. I just met Cleopatra in the game. So whenever Cleopatra told me, I am... I am not as sharp on ancient Egyptian history.
2: I forget my... Cleopatra and what was her boyfriend's name?
1: Bruce? Uh, Mark Antony.
2: Mark Antony. There we go. Yeah. Forget my. Oh, I'm assuming I will Antony?
1: hopefully meet him later because that would be fun. 30 BC you can punch is him when Cleopatra supposedly died. Oh, okay. okay. Gotcha. So a few years earlier to this then.
2: We'll, we'll guesstimate 20 BC. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere in,
1: that, somewhere in that area. But so far, so again, they might've changed some of these small things that I'm going to say that are different in origins from, from Black Flag, because Black Flag's the last one I've played. But in Black Flag, there is there was a whole lot of going around, and you would loot places to get treasure that you could use to upgrade your ship or do some other things. But the majority of what you found was just gold, and that was pretty much what you did. But so far the world of origins has so much more you can do. It has these uh different locations you can go to and you can go and try to find different loot chests that will give you either crafting materials, because that's a new thing. We got you got crafting. You also have way more it's way more of an RPG setup just in general. Okay. I like that. So Uh, So, yeah, so there's some crafting elements and you could upgrade your base armor, which in previous Assassin's Creed games, your armor would change by either buying a new outfit or something like that. And that's what would change your stats, not necessarily making upgrades to the to the core base parts of it. Um, and so you have that f- going on for you to do. And so there is, that gives you more of an incentive to want to loot because in old Assassin's Creed games, and I would play them, I would start looting, loot, you know, chests and everything. And then I just have like a hundred thousand gold and I could Bummer. buy literally whatever I wanted. <laughs> Whereas this, thing, <laughs> I could buy whatever I wanted, but I didn't really want to buy it because it had no like redeeming. trials
2: of Lord <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Too much money.
0: It was Take no fun. Take this gold, peasant. <laughs>
2: well, like, I
1: remember especially, and I think it's Assassin's Creed 2. You're the Trump of Egypt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's mean. Take it back. <laughs> insulting, to it's insulting to
2: It's insulting to middle Jared, mm. who has considerable <laughs> yeah. class.
1: I have great sacks of gold. <laughs> I don't know what to do with it. But <laughs> it's like in Assassin's Creed 2, you could use your gold to buy, like, improvements to your your villa. and But, like, that didn't do much. <laughs> it, <laughs> okay my god i'm moving past this it's spiritual
0: <laughs> dilemma of first worlders basically it, it, it gave
1: you same it gave you something to spend your money on right. but it gave you no huge in-game benefit is basically what i'm trying to say right. Right? <laughs> in this one you actually have things you want to spend your money on because you can buy you can either buy new weapons you can upgrade your current weapons to match your level uh and different and different things like that, as well as outfits Etc., cetera, etc. Cetera.
2: So Mario in Mario Odyssey, again, <laughs> sounds like get, Mario this sounds, <laughs> he gets to wear Peach's wedding I'm dress. i have not seeing a lot of difference. Does Bayek have any sort of similar pretty garb that he gets to wear. He does
1: have some pretty badass outfits.
2: So when you change his outfits, they do actually change like in the game. Yes. Good. That's so the most I actually important have thing for me, the aesthetic. S- so mm. you
1: start off with like your first outfit basically is just like some robes, you have a shield and like a breastplate. Peasant plate. garb! Yeah. Um, you know, some Nothing. gauntlets and, different th- and gloves and different things like that. But, so this is a fun thing about it. Normally, I mean, no, I do like getting really cool outfits and everything, especially in RPGs. You know, it's fun to get like the really cool looking armor set and it's stuff like that. It's very important to your character. Um, and, so I, and so I did this one side mission that's somewhat early in the game. And I did this side mission and you got to like dress up in this kind of like lion armor set Ooh. because for a ceremony. It was like a, a tale of how a god came and like saved the people kind of thing. And so you had, were playing as one god, and the other, and your opponent was another god. Oh, you just like did a, yeah. It was kind oh, of like it, like as a, as a fist fight thing kind of. And then like the winner job? was how do you like wind up there? It was more by happenstance in this oh, game because okay. the guy you were placing was drunk, so you know, <laughs> oh okay, it's like a he couldn't perform uh, anymore. Okay. okay, how everybody gets their like job back? <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so, you just
2: show up and the other guy's drunker. <laughs>
1: I was playing as this, and I, you know, and as playing, and I was like, man, that's a really badass outfit. That, like, I really like it. That'd be cool if I could play as it. The mission ended, and it, you're rewarded that outfit nice. for completing the mission. That's awesome. It's so, like, that's the.
2: Ooh, oh, I saw you post this one. That's
1: wow, awesome. That's badass. Yeah, because it's got, like, that lion head and all this stuff. Oh, it was Looks so well cool. Protected. Um, so, yeah, so the outfit. So, again, it gives you the incentive to want to spend the money you make, not just hoard it. Um, and so. The other like really big huge difference is the combat system. So before in Assassin's Creed, if you could get high enough or above somebody, below somebody, and just get in close enough proximity, you could assassinate them no matter what. Mm. Well, now Assassin's Creed Origins has intru- introduced a leveling system. So your character, you know, I'm they sitting.
2: Never had a leveling system.
1: No, you just really you could like gain health, it's more like, health bars, huh. and stuff like yeah, that. But, I, you, I, couldn't, makes oh, but okay. you couldn't. sense. Uh, well, like but you couldn't. You didn't an actually like hit achieve, and achieve yeah. levels and okay. this one you do okay. yeah. which That's adds on another RPG element and also it has a skill tree that as you unlock it's more levels RPG. you can unlock yeah. more skills yeah, the skill tree and everything yeah did old assassins
2: it. creed games have skill trees
1: no. maybe a very small slight one okay. but not like this one that it, you know like it fills the whole screen of Good. like options that you should, should. You should, you should have you've never to played skyrim right? to to no not yet to
2: get to more of the skill tree you're going to love skyrim i know i need mean, to that one's sitting in the back specifically ah like that thing like your are Hour,
0: the battery of the Switch playing that game will, like, deplete Oh, probably like so. <laughs> like, getting to the start menu.
2: You'll mm. get through one frame, and it's just like... Yeah. Oh, wow. And it's
0: gone. It overheats uh, and bursts yeah. into flames And in your I'm hand. so surprised the Switch can handle that. Uh, let's see.
2: How dare you discount Come Nintendo?
0: <laughs> we all know it's lesser hardware.
2: Oh! <laughs> oh Damn. It is! I
1: think it's well-known. How dare you, <laughs> sir? Handle. Just, you're just spitting out the truth bombs. That's, know, all, that's, that's all. what you're here for. That's like, it's bad. But So in this one, since there is the the leveling system that goes on with this is if you come up an op- against an opponent who is a higher level than you, you cannot one kill assassinate them, which makes, especially if you're going after bosses and stuff and, and story missions, yeah. it makes you really have to play an iu You want to go about it doing it. I like that. Uh, it also introduces, you know, in previous Assassin's Creed games, like in black flag, you could use pistols. Uh, but the thing is with the combat and, and the previous Assassin's Creed games is basically you can go in, you could like do your attack. You could, He had a button to, like, kick somebody if they were getting too close to break their guard. And then you also had a counter, which if they attacked you, you hit the counter button, and you would pretty much do an automatic kill on them. And the thing about it is if you were in a big group of people... And you countered on one, you could start like this chain kill of like and just go nuts and like kill everybody. That does not happen in this one. okay. Because, (laughs) just kidding. It's really cool. No, I get it. It's really cool. Like when you would take on like a group of 20 guys and you just start chain killing them all, it was very rewarding, but that also got really old really fast. This one now, you actually really have to take on each opponent like you have to think about what you're going to do okay That's good. Like you have that. a light attack you have a heavy attack you also have a shield which can you which you can use to block uh, attacks and also arrows. And you can unlock a skill that lets you take the arrows from your shield and put them into your inventory. Nice. Uh, so you can also so yeah, light attack, heavy attack. You can also, depending on if you use a heavy weapon, because this also has different weapon classes. There are just, you know, tons of different swords. You can get different swords, you can do wield swords, you can have a spear, you can have like heavy maces, double or like battle axes, different things like that. Mm-hmm. Lots of different options. I want the
2: battle axe. Yeah. It's pretty sweet yeah, so far. It sounds pretty sweet.
1: And so if you're using a heavy weapon like that, you can actually charge your heavy attack. I think actually you can charge any heavy attack, but obviously you got to hold down the button, wait for it to charge, and then go. And then as you're fighting it and doing things like that, you can fill up your adrenaline meter, which then once it reaches its max, you can activate it, and it gives you like a super... Which is helpful with taking down again heavier powered enemies. Mm. So that in and of itself totally changes the dynamic of how you face combat. I have many times rushed into a fight with six people against me and been killed because sometimes good you'll start fighting, but then they'll call reinforcements who are on like horseback or camelback Mm -hmm. and they'll and they run around and shoot arrows at you. So you're not only dodging melee attacks, you're blocking, you're trying to block these archers from shooting at you too. So it just creates this huge different dynamic and then. Also, on top of that, there are bows. Before in Assassin's in the older Assassin's Creed games, like I said, you could have pistols, you could have crossbows, and stuff like that. But they were usually a single shot. In Assassin's Creed Black Flag, you get upgraded, I think, to where you had like two or three pistols, like strapped in your. And your belt like old pirates did so yeah. you could go like pow, pow, pow. but again like you shot through all four and you had this timer of that you had to wait to, before you could use oh, them again okay. and so but this one you have bows and you can equip two different bows like so and again just like the weapons there are several different there are like warrior bows light bows which are really cool because you can shoot them really really fast yes. warrior bows can shoot multiple arrows at one time so nice spread effect you, you, like, you like, have your
2: I was about to say this sounds familiar everything yeah. you're saying well, it's sounds very, familiar no yeah it's it, <laughs> It takes
1: you know, it does fit with general RPG elements I mean, in that way. Yeah, this, but this like is a totally much new more RPG-ish oh, yeah.
2: approach to Assassin's Creed than I'm familiar
1: with. Oh yeah. Like I'm actually you might like it.
2: I was about to say, this sounds more like a kind of game I might actually like. Because
1: it also includes, I mean, I know this isn't a big thing, but it is for Assassin's Creed. It includes damage counter, like damage numbers. Like, it shows when you do a hit, like, Uh, you you know, damage coming off the enemy, Uh how much they have left and all these other different things.
2: I don't think Zach cares about that. No, (laughs) it's not
1: that I don't care. I have a strong opinion that I don't like it.
2: It it, It is distracting. It's just like,
0: uh, like Destiny did it. What other game recently did it that I was like, man, I don't, I want to go back to like I want to maybe, like, I can't tell how much health the enemy has. I get has, that. Is I get what that. Like, I, you know? I, gotcha.
1: I get that. I get that. I get that. Because, for one, I mean. It's also just doesn't look, it looks
0: unrealistic. You, it, you, it takes you out of I, the I realism. Get that. Yeah. I get you that. know?
1: But I do understand it for people who are hardcore. Uh, they want to rpg see players who are like knowing family. that okay well my sword does right you know 60 damages so if i yeah. follow up with a heavy that does sure. 50, that does 70 you know then That's you can like true. do those calculations but i it's a aesthetic thing that like yeah it doesn't have a huge point can you turn it off yes
2: oh there you go Zach. <laughs>
1: um and then also the other thing i like about it too which is becoming more and more common in in bigger open world games like this is no hud yeah, I like oh, that too. Okay. So you have like a tiny thing at the top that tells nice. you where like if you turn, it's like your compass that shows you like objective yeah. is that way kind of thing. You oh, can access your okay. map and set waypoints and everything, but they always appear there. But you don't have like your screen is pretty much for the most part open that's and clear, nice. like which is great for getting into the world and getting more yeah. settled. Very immersive.
2: What's your mental HUD? Because I like I feel like any I play a big game like that, there's always one location where I'm like, that's my home base. Even if it's not oh, technically that way. Oh, okay. Oh. I, I see yeah. what you're like, talking about. You, like, yeah, home. where are you mentally? Where's home in this game for you? Uh,
1: uh, the territory of Siwa. Okay. Okay. So
2: let's
1: that's where the story. Back. That's where the story starts off. That's where you're from. That's where you were part of. Nice. And now, and then, uh, again, without getting too spoilery, the story very quickly takes you out of it because you have to go on the hunt for these people in the secret organization. Yeah. Well. Um. So I did write down some of the. Let's see. Some of the pros that I've come into contact with, and I've gone over them, many of them already. New combat system is great. World is huge. Uh, tons of side quests and activities. It does introduce a better, a more, a more uh, in-depth crafting system, and also you have an RPG-style gear selection. So you pull mm-hmm. up your screen, and you can select your inventory and oh, weapons. Oh, like the, okay, gotcha. you can have you can select two different weapons, but you have to unlock that ability from a skill from your skill tree. You can. Uh, do two bows again you have to but you can only start off carrying one you have to unlock the ability to, to hold two uh you have a shield and then you also have you can change what uh your they call it a vehicle because i'm assuming you can ride chariots and stuff later on in the game okay but you can choose if your default is a, a camel or if you buy like a horse or some other kind of uh mode of transportation you can choose what that is there Um, And then what else? You can choose your tool. Like right now, I have sleep darts, but you can also choose like fire bombs, different things like that.
2: Pacifist mode, sleep darts. (laughs) That's (laughs) the whole game.
1: I do sleep. So there is a trophy in the game that's to kill ten people without being alerting anybody that you're doing it. Oh, okay. But at the very beginning of the game, you don't actually have the ability to assassinate. You can only do takedowns, where you just incapacitate people, but they're still alive. Oh, nice. That's why I kept killing all these people, being like, "Why isn't this trophy popped yet?" I was like. Oh, because hmm. they're all still alive. I'll solve this. Uh, <laughs> so nice. I got the trophy because yeah, I just like incapacitated all these okay, people and just went and like, cut them down later. Oh my God, God. You're a
2: monster. Monster!
1: <laughs> oh, it's awesome. That's terrific. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so the, the skill tree thing that I talked about before, enemy rankings, it plays a big part in it because it does really add this extra level. Before in old Assassin's Creed games, it's like, oh, I got above him. Done. You know, one kill. But this one, it's like, oh, man, he's five levels above me. I can't I can drop down and try to get the drop on him and do some damage to him and I might get some damage done but then he's gonna start attacking me then I gotta fight this huge boss yeah so it really takes a different approach and makes you think about how you want to do things um let's see the characters so far are very interesting Bayek is a badass his wife Aya is also a badass nice uh You, um, run into all the side characters that I've run into so far have been very interesting too. And like it really well, voice acting is really well, is voice acting actually is great in this game too. Do you know who voices him? Oh, I do not. I looked it up at IMDB on IMDB and how do you spell his name? B-A-Y-E-K. Um, and so the, the one thing though, that is really good about it because there is still enough, like, especially when you are, Oh, can you get the camera? Uh, especially when you are climbing on buildings and going around on towers and trying to sneak around and, and, you know, do assassiny things, your stealth mode stuff. It does still very much feel like Assassin's Creed yeah. in that regard, so which is great Core
0: game is there.
1: The core game yeah. is still there, but they've added so much more and added so much more on top of it that it gives it this brand new fresh feeling mm-hmm. and that's why i was playing it and i was like oh i don't need to go back and play unity or rogue i'm like that new... will be a step back yeah. like this yeah, is
2: yeah you can't go back no once you've got the better experience. yeah
1: origins yeah, yeah. is now the future the, is now the current state of where it needs to be and so yeah. like this is the new you know baseline of what an assassin's Creed game should gotcha. be but there's still enough of the core game and the core aspects of it that keep it familiar Yet, really, really new. Yeah,
2: and maybe the more you get through the story, it'll start to like fall into place, which mm-hmm. is always kind of like a fun storytelling thing oh, yeah. when all the pieces start sure. to fall into place. Yep. Uh, the voice actor's name is Abu Salim. Yes. I hope I said that even mildly correctly. It sounded right. It probably is, but I made a good effort. The
0: best Assassin's Creed ever made. <laughs> I mean, hard
1: to say since I haven't finished it yet. Does he yeah. look like Baya? Kind of, yeah. Kind of, yeah. Let he me see. It? Let me f- uh, pull cool. up a picture of Bayek because there should be plenty without. Uh, yeah, actually, because I'm sure they do. They do up. motion capture and all that stuff. So I'm sure ah, they oh, they like yeah. used his Duh, his I didn't appearance. To think about that. <laughs> um, because so far, my favorite Assassin's Creed games have been Assassin's Creed 2 and yeah. Black Flag. Yeah. So I need to finish the game and yeah. see what's up with and how they but compare. But, but so far, it's it's right up there yeah. with them. Okay. okay. Oh yeah, yeah and that's the cool. The other cool thing too, Hawk buddy. You get off this hawk, and that's what you use to like scope out things and go and oh, like...
2: that's right out of Twilight Princess. You could do
1: that in you Twilight. Can do, okay, you could do that, to be fair, in a lot of different <laughs> yeah, yeah. games, yeah, not just, just Twilight Princess. I'm just giving
2: a shit. <laughs> uh, but,
1: that's, but that's... So that is a fun thing, too, because uh, an old Assassin's Creed... I'm wrapping this up, I promise, but I keep thinking of more things. The old Assassin's Creed mode of, like, unfogging the map and lifting the fog of war, basically, is you climb up and find these synchronization points. Right, yeah. You activate those, and then it act, it shows you more shops, objectives, side missions, whatever that you could do. In this one... When you do it, you activate a synchronization point and you increase your hawk's awareness. So it makes it easier for you to quickly locate objectives, locate treasure chests and things like that that you're looking for, depending on how many more viewpoints you unlock. There are 50 in the game. Hmm. I think I have about 10. I think so far.
2: <laughs> to call your hawk, do you have to make a ridiculous screeching noise? No, you just like whistle. Does Bayek have to go scream? <laughs> and no, then the hawk,
1: nah, I would not really, would none of that. that worth the case? But it is fun though. Like just kind of like how in Super Mario Odyssey, if you stop moving and you like set the game down, Mario Sleeps. will go to sleep, and then, then like that. a bird or something will land yeah. on his oh, nose. If you put the if you put the controller down and don't move a whole lot, the hawk will come land on your arm and stand oh, there. And then as cute. soon as you move again, it, it takes off. That's oh, neat. Neat. So, I like that. Fun little neat. addition. What's your hawk's name? Oh, damn it. Hawk. Percival, I hope. No, it's like sinew. Hawk face. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so, so, so far, the only, it, the only cons that I've, come ac- that I've come across so far is the combat system, while great, can be very tricky to get a hold of. Uh, sometimes, you know, especially if you're fighting multiple enemies, it's easy to get a little lost in what you're trying to do and who you're trying to go for. They do have a lock-on system in place where you can select which one you want to primarily attack, but sometimes still it feels to not quite be locked on. Um, and then sometimes too, like I, there is a part later on where you can take part in chariot races and different things like that. And sometimes the controls when you're trying to be like very precise with something like that can seem a little loose. But other than that, I haven't really found much that I don't like about the game so yet. So
2: what's your percentage hate?
1: Okay, so yeah, I think we need to change this cuz that's already <laughs> very confusing. Yeah,
2: that's what I that's like what's about funny. it. That no, that's No, that's going to try. Oh, I don't What do you like it like a 90? You got to be at not, least an 80. Of hate? No, no of I hate. Mean, he's got to be like 10%. 20, right?
1: Oh yeah, like 10%. 15? 5 okay. to 5 to 10% you don't oh, for love sure. For races. It's but the other thing. Like you like it really is a great game so far. Yes. So I'm loving my time at it. I will uh I will loop back at a later date, a later episode whenever I finish the story to know story. and we can kind of go more in depth about that okay. but i really do actually think you would like this game
2: i might listen to that mogan i think is it one has of the doubts games that
1: they are uh, <laughs> yeah it's gonna be a black friday like 35 yeah. bucks or something like that what about wow, cyber monday that's a
0: new dollars. thing that my no, it's sister not. i know to me new. it is my sister told me that last time i was like <laughs> cyber what now
2: you are so <laughs> now there's like the cyber Week. You no, i've off.
0: never bought anything offline ever I never done it. <laughs> Is that weird?
2: What? <laughs> Sorry. Mogan, I don't like
0: we doing need to step it. outside and collect <laughs> <laughs>
2: ourselves. <laughs> I guess that's
0: not true. I bought like virtual
1: things. I was about to say we buy all your the, games digital. I've Damn never hell. bought physical
0: uh, something physical delivered. I never Oh, that. okay. Yeah. Okay. I guess Even that's what I meant. Still, that's hipster, yeah. I'm not a hipster. You
2: are a hipster. I get to the checkout you're I'm like oh, I'm not giving a my hipster. credit card information to the you, computer. Oh my god, you're <laughs> I'm insufferable. <not>
1: doing that. <laughs> oh man, so yeah, so that's my
2: identity. Just <laughs>
1: embarrassing. <laughs> so that is my review in progress of Assassin's right. Creed Origins. So oh, shall yeah. we switch over to some news before yeah. we jump into inside?
2: All right, we'll wait until the actual news that we have a little bit to talk about and uh, for last. So coming soon, Resident Evil Revelation. 1 and 2 is hitting the Switch November 28th. Damn. Little Witch Academia, Chamber of Time, Ooh. is coming out for the PS4 November 30th. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Little Witch Academia is a show that's actually on Netflix. It's adorable and amazing, and you should watch it. So they're making a game about it, which I blows my mind. Siberia 2?
1: Hey! <laughs> hey. Yeah. Hell yeah! How about a throwback, guys? Please tell me it's coming to the Switch.
2: <laughs> Siberia 2 is oh coming to the Switch. No way. Yeah. You really really have to Not get Siberia it. Not Siberia three. What? You know, so they did. Is si- that even out yet? Siberia yeah. one <laughs> came to the Switch earlier this oh, year. Okay. Siberia two is coming out so in now November thirtieth. Okay. 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 Really okay coming that to the th- yeah. All right. Yeah, you get to be Kate Walker, Kate Walker. super badass super lawyer, lawyer from New York. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, and then uh, the bigger one, a little bit further down the line, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is coming out for the Switch December 1st. So that's the new IP that everybody's really excited about. And then just a little bit of news and bits and bobs here and there. Disney and Marvel are shutting down their free-to-play action RPG Marvel Heroes. Uh, in addition to that, I think Disney has decided they're going to end their relationship with the publisher Gazillion Entertainment. Hmm. So it's kind of like a hand-in-hand thing. Yeah, they're shutting down the project. Also, they're ending their relationship with Gazillion. Uh, in addition, the recent IGN staff walkout.
1: I heard about this. Wait.
2: So, so IGN, I don't know Ooh. if you... It's pretty recent. This is like all in the wake of Harvey Weinstein, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so wait. it came to light that two former employees of IGN, both I thought female, one was current still. Maybe one is still current. Uh, anyways, two employees of IGN, one of who, at least one of whom is no uh-huh. longer there. They left some time ago because sexual. they had filed reports, and it wasn't even that the sexual harassment was particularly horrendous or yeah. Weinstein esque. It's that HR at IGN horribly handled the reporting oh, really? system. Mm-hmm. They basically punished the women for reporting the sexual harassment and made a situation that could have been handled effectively significantly worse. Yep, interesting. And when these allegations came out, a bunch of IGN staff were like, well, fuck you guys, we're going to stage a walkout. So they did. They staged a walkout and they were like, we're not coming back to work until you publicly apologize for this debacle. And it worked. Wow. They did. So IGN's editorial and later their managerial staff as well did issue formal
1: apologies. Wow. And so the even, HR rep who handled it is no longer there yeah hey. suck it i so, don't know if that was in result of this or if it was it they had already a left coincidence yeah, yeah maybe
2: the, i know that the person that the allegations were about also is no longer at ign and but like that's for a few unrelated. years i think yeah that's unrelated yeah. so he had basically already not worked there anymore but kudos to ign staff for standing up for people yep. even if they're technically no longer there anymore and then in other news we've got this battlefront 2 debacle Jarrett, <laughs> tell us about this what yeah, are your thoughts and feelings on?
1: All right. We've talked about microtransactions and loot boxes to death. I mean, lately. we're beating
2: a dead horse at this point. We
1: are. So I'm not. So I'm going to keep this very brief, very light. I had originally planned to to I was going to st- honestly like start off the show with this. I was thinking in light of some news that had come out a couple of days ago. Talk because like I felt like it was something that needed to be addressed strongly enough, and that is the harassment that developers at EA are were being uh, were being subjected to because of this. Because right. the thing is that we have to remember, the developers are the ones making the games. They may have input, they may have ideas on what they want and don't want inside a game. But at the end of the day, it's the head honchos at EA who are making the decision to include you know these microtransactions, loot boxes, yes. and all that stuff. Ultimately, they, the decision is theirs at the end of the day. Right. So it is not fair. For people to be harassing, accusing, attacking, whatever, all these these developers. It came to a head when somebody tweeted out that they had received up to seven death threats. A developer? A developer. He tweeted it out. And so this is when I was like, okay, we're starting the show with this because, you know, granted, yeah, like it's ridiculous. Something oh. needs to be said about that. But then the controversy got a little bit deeper because it turns out that that person might not actually even work at EA and was just a fake account. Oh. Which obviously does nothing. But the point still remains that... So my... I was glad I did not in anger, like, immediately like, turn on their camera and the microphones and send out a quick like thing. (laughs) (laughs) You can't be too reactionary. (laughs) Exactly. So, so, you know, but still, the point remains, the developers and people who don't have a, you know, the end responsibility is not theirs are being harassed, are being everything online. And that's not cool because at the end of the day, regardless of what we think about it, it's a fucking game. Yeah. And if you can't handle that and, and voice your displeasure in a, Mature way Get the fuck over yourself
2: Or better yet You could just not Buy the game that too. That's the thing. Like you have so much power as the consumer to sway market trends if you choose to use your dollars in a different way. If people choose not to buy into the Battlefront Two or any other game's microtransaction systems, you're going to change the market. Yep. Market trends change with consumer behavior. So the really <laughs> the only people we have to blame for this is us. Like yep. if you stop buying into the system, it's going to change. And no amount of developer Harassment is going to incorporate that change instead. Like, that's just stupid.
1: So, you can read about all of that debacle. Uh, Jason Schreier over on Kotaku has a whole article, The Curious Case of the EA Game Dev, who said he received death threats. And it's it's a pretty interesting read. I was actually reading it today. It'll be, we'll put the link in our show it notes. Sounds
2: like a fun murder mystery game. It
1: does. I like it. Like I'm excited for that, that new
2: IP. Who's, okay. who's publishing <laughs> that one? Microsoft? <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, but so far as far as the news, so in the, within the last week, okay, so it's interesting because last week, too, we were talking about how EA came out and said, hey f- free seasonal content and we were like that's cool but then we talked about is the other shoe gonna drop the other shoe dropped i was right fucking suckers hard.
2: i was right
1: so basically it came out that to unlock main heroes in the game was going to take 40 hours of gameplay to grind that out or you could pay obviously and get them faster oh, people were that. understandably pissed and, you know, the outcry was enough that EA came out and said, okay, we're cutting that time by 75%. Like, the amount the amount of credits you need to unlock these heroes, we're cutting it by 75%. Okay. And everybody's like, cool. But then it also kind of came out from people who have played in the early release versions of the game that they might have also cut how many credits you receive from completing missions. So, kind of a balance, but not really? Remains to be seen until, a bit, you know, right now the digital deluxe edition is out. By the time this episode goes out, the whole game's out, like yeah. Matt, you know, and all that stuff. So we'll see how this actually handles itself. Um, the, it came out too. Also, now that the arcade mode has a credit uh, cutoff, you achieve like five challenges in the game and you have to wait f- a few hours before you can earn more credits for completing more challenges. Interesting. So there's that. Um, but Why? yeah, Exactly. Whatever. So That's start, stupid. you know, it's just, it's just still, uh, it's a bit, it's a big mess. Obviously people, like by now you've probably heard the news about the Reddit uh, post where people were like, oh, we wanted to get where he was like, we wanted to give them a sense of pride and accomplishment and that it became the most downvoted comment Ooh, in Reddit history.
2: Yikes. Wait,
0: wait, wait, what's the, the. <laughs> You've just they,
1: blown what's the quandary? Mind. They
0: yeah. What's the problem there? <laughs> so <laughs> they wanted to give the players a feeling of pride and accomplishment by playing the game a long time in order to unlock the characters. But forty hours to even unlock. Forty hours is excessive. But I like the idea. I mean, so here's the thing: you have to play to play but, to get But, so characters. that's
2: assuming that other people can't pay for it. That's the issue. But
0: now people can pay for it. Because that's, if that's, everybody's that takes on a level playing field, game. I
2: agree. If yeah. everybody's on that It'd be level playing like, field, I have to it's work fun towards, to have to yeah. grind yeah. up to that. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're having to grind up yeah. and somebody else is like, I'm going to buy that right away, sure. that's a feels bad, man. Yeah. That's not a good feeling.
1: That's, yeah. takes away the spirit of the game. It definitely does. So, obviously, there are a whole lot of people saying what you're saying. Like, if you want to influence this to change, like, don't buy the game and you know. And if you want to do that, feel free. I am cool. still undecided because don't buy it. Well, don't because it. it's don't it's, do it's do different it. from Battlefield One Battlefront one, sorry. That it looks beautiful. The, it, well, yeah, there's <laughs> it that. Looks it great. looks great. But <laughs> it also has a single player campaign story that I really want to get my hands on and play. Not necessarily and then for me too, and this is just my personal preference and how I play. People can spend their money and spend yeah, their time I kind however of they that want
0: to. If you guys if you want so, to buy all that stuff, go ahead.
1: Exactly. If you want to spend your money, Go ahead. I'm there for the experience of Star Wars. I'm there to experience the, b- the big huge battles I'm that are Jared. taking place and all this stuff. <laughs> <You> sh- <laughs> I'm
0: with Jared, hey. I'm and there so for the good times. but I do understand like this is incredibly career.
1: <laughs> no <he no> <laughs> this is incredibly predatory practices that EA is putting out. And sure. so that is my dilemma because I do want to enjoy this game. I do want to enjoy this story. I do want to enjoy the people who put all their time, effort into making and developing and acting and writing this game. But at the same time, too, yeah, I don't agree with all these, with how they're handling the loot boxes in this way. Again, like I said last episode, if you want to spend all your money on cosmetics and, you know, and things that don't necessarily affect how you play a game, and you want to spend your money that way, fine, go nuts. I'll be sitting over here saving my pennies and just playing just by spending pure time in it. Because to me, my time is worth more than my money. Uh, or wait, <laughs> my money, no. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. My I don't mind spending time correct. on it, but I don't want to spend money on it yeah. other than the what I paid. Sure. So, you know, that's kind of where I sit.
2: Is Battlefront 2 already a full-price game?
1: Yes. Yeah. Ooh, so that's where bad. it gets even more hairy. Oh, so bad. it comes out... In a couple days from now, from when we're recording, um, I probably won't be able to pick it up this weekend anyway, because I'm stupid stupid busy with, we have a wedding we're going to and different things like that, so I won't even get to do it, so I have more time to think and reflect. Yeah, wait it out. See what people... See so how I might see wait, see, how, yeah, see how the reception is, because this could also be a lot of people freaking out without having actually touched the game yet. Yeah. They can get the game all the time. It's a lot. Yeah, they could does. play the game and it'd be a lot, not near as big of a deal as people are making it out to be. We'll see. And that's what I think I'm going to hold out on and for myself.
2: Okay. So that's that's that.
1: That's do we want to talk about Game Awards stuff or are we wanna say that for another time?
2: Ah, uh, now let's save it for another time. Okay. We can do just like a little
1: So spot. Game Awards stuff came out. Uh we'll obviously do something with that when the show when the Figure it out yourself. The <laughs> awards go live on the ma- on uh <laughs> December 7th is the awards show. Uh it'll be streamed live and all that. So but you can go now currently to GameAwards.com and you can vote on the nominees uh and all that stuff. So the the lineup, I will just say just for people, just we do not have to talk about this, we don't have to go into it. Just the Game of the Year nominees.
2: I think your iPhone's broken.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Game of the Year nominees for this year are The Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, Super Mario Odyssey, Player Unknowns Battlegrounds, Persona Five and Horizon Zero Dawn.
2: Persona Five made it on there. You know what I would like to see when
1: Horizon Zero Dawn. I would say... Okay, Horizon Zero none Dawn. None of
0: those games deserve it. Horizon <laughs> oh, Zero Dawn. Whoa!
1: <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn From what, the got so many... The way you explained it... Yeah. It got so many nominations. Yeah. That looked... Ashley Birch that was like nominated for out. Best Performance. Yeah.
2: Oh, nice. Um
1: as was, oh, who's the other? oh no, the two actresses from the from Uncharted, from the new Uncharted, and then the actress from Sinua, Hellblade, Cinema's Soul Sacrifice.
2: Oh, that's interesting. And
1: then uh, Brian Bloom, the voice of BJ Blazkowicz in Wolfenstein Two. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Those are the performance laws, but, but there's a whole lot and there's a couple of different ones. I mean, you can go see the full list of nominations, but like the only one, there were two things that I was pissed about and I tweeted about one of them is that horizon zero dawn soundtrack did not get nominated for, for music, which I was very upset about because it's great. Yes. It's very surprising. The only other one where I'm like, I'm going to vote for horizon, but I hope is this is art direction. Uh, I'm one of, I'm obviously like most likely it's just horizon zero Dawn straight across the board for me. But this one, Cuphead's also nominated. Uh, oh, no, cool. I want Cuphead So it's like, Cuphead's Horizon nice. Zero Dawn is great, but Cuphead did something truly so amazing. No, original. so you should vote for Cuphead. So I should Shame on for, you. That's true. Yes. That's true. that's true. That should be the one that I skip over to, so.
2: Yeah. Use your ethical moral compass, sir. I haven't used that a lot lately <laughs> in gaming. <laughs> I
0: don't like it. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> I just want to enjoy my games, <laughs> damn it. So much, yeah, so much politics in games oh, these days. Oh, my goodness. So I'm really fun. glad
2: Cuphead made it. It deserves it I am too. It, so it got
1: several nominations as well. Oh, yeah, it should.
2: Have I did it get nominated for soundtrack? I don't remember. got cutout has a great soundtrack, man. I think I it, hope did, it did actually. I hope it did. It's pretty amazing. we will
1: check back after we finish recording. But Zach, yeah,
2: yeah, we yeah.
1: finished up all that <laughs> news. Nice. You gotta tell us. It out. Talk, yeah, I gotta stretch talk. it out. <laughs> Please tell us about
0: your outside. review of Inside. <laughs> 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 um, so where to begin with Inside? Um, the beginning is good. The beginning is good. If you're familiar with Limbo, you're going to be familiar with Inside. It's my first statement. Okay. It's one of its biggest pros, also one of its biggest cons. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. Um, Much like Limbo, you start as a nameless boy, and you are just not told anything. It's just kind of emptiness, but you're in this forest sort of area, already very much like Limbo, and you go right. And that's how you start. Very quickly, you recognize there's only pretty much two A and X or A and Y, like the only jump and interact are the, really the only things you can do. You have no idea what's going on. You So, you know, like again, if you played Limbo, you've played the beginning of Inside. You're confused and things are out to get you. You're in a hostile world. So one of the first interactions you have, unlike Limbo, is with actual people. Mm-hmm. And they're dark figures that are in the background and very similar aesthetic and art style. It's obviously, you know, improved. It's beautiful. It's it's got almost like a grander depth of field. It feels bigger. Limbo is
2: more of a three D game, isn't it? Well,
0: yeah, it is. I mean, well, Limbo feels like a three D game. It's I mean, it's like a two D side scroller, but it's very much has that humongous depth, depth, yeah, yeah, to it. And and this, you know, has multiplied that, and it really feels like a bigger world than limbo limbo feels more confined and this does get very confined but at the beginning it, it's very open and one of the first interactions you have and i'm not going to do i will not spoil it because like limbo this has the story or you know the idea of what the story may be is, is sort of up into interpretation and that's very fun for every player to interpret on their own but uh These shadowy figures are kind of uh, immediately. You get a sense that you're in a hostile world because, like, a truck goes by and he gets low. It's like his body actions are great. That's one of the big improvements. Is like you really kind of the physics of it feel much better. Mm -hmm. And Limbo did a great job. So this is only getting better. And. Uh, one of the first things that happened to me, and I think it will happen to every player, is you're running, you're running, and these two guys just start chasing you from around a car. Oh, Chase, that's
2: horrible. Yeah,
0: and it's like, it's scary. That. Oh, that's it's scary. Oh, it's scary. And it's dark <laughs> figures, it's black and white. Oh, you no. Know, only shades of red prevail right. in the oh, game. God. You know, it's very sort of already just looking at the game gives you an uneasy feeling, and they're chasing you, and... I can't remember the first time I died. If it was one of them getting me, or is a guy coming around a corner with a gun and shooting. Oh, me. so you get oh shot. Yeah,
2: you're it's, a kid. Oh. You're a kid, damn and
0: It's all in like it's bloody, it's gory. Yeah, oh it's, it's 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 like
1: so it takes the gore up a little bit of a step. I think limbo. it takes
0: the gore up a little bit. Yeah, it's like oh, I, I, If I remember, the the blood's red, and in limbo, it's like just like black. Black. but still everything's yeah. like black or white, gray. Yeah, yeah. But in this, I, I think the blood is actually red, which is very stark. And um,
2: that's not Nintendo safe. That no. we not having new. <laughs> You know, it's
0: surprisingly gory. And I'll touch on some more gory deaths that I've had, which are part of the fun. I mean, you die a lot <laughs> inside, and, and that's, you're supposed to enjoy dying. Died a lot I limbo, too. <laughs> yeah, you do. It's a puzzler, and, and if you don't get through a puzzle, you die. That's the thing. And so very much... It's like Saw. It's like Saw. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so very much you've got to figure out how to get past these people. You know, what do I have to do? And you have to learn how to use light. You have to learn how to use shadows. You have to learn Ooh. how to use the yeah, environment in a oh, much different way. And what... Inside does so super well is putting you in, and there's countless moments like this and it's just an, it's just a perfect balance on their end and timing. Timing is very big is like what maybe has replaced the spider are dogs and so mm. you'll be running running along running along and you'll get past these people and then all of a sudden it's like row, 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 and like a do- two dogs will like come around I know. yeah Whoa. you're like just running and it's presented in a way where like right when they get you you be like go down a waterfall <laughs> oh, you know that's what i mean nice. You go into the water and that's it's like the music and so it's it's very silent for the most part but music cues will come up at the perfect times you hit the water you go under and like bubbles and it's like a violin will kind of stretch out its note and it's beautiful oh, that's nice. and swimming is a big part of inside you'll do a lot of swimming swimming and so anyways it's very similar you kind of go through and, and and just to touch briefly on the art style and how it's an improvement there's like one of the one thing that you do at the beginning is you go through a farm you go through a cornfield I and mean, you come out there's these yellow little uh baby chickens and Aww. they'll follow you around and they're yellow Aww. they're actually yellow which is nice and it's it creates such a. Uh, I think it's just more realistic limbo it's mm-hmm. as great as, as it is is uh still feels a bit like not cartoonish, but I don't know. It's like the the ratio like it's not like his head really big in limbo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you get that you're kinda of playing a game. This one feels much more realistic, which okay. is which is kinda of cool. You know, it, it definitely takes it up a notch in how immersive it is. And much like Limbo, you have these puzzles to solve. And one of my biggest qualms is I never encountered a puzzle that was that hard. Mm. I also I beat the game very quickly. How long do you think I it took heard you to play it short. like six oh, hours really? maybe?
2: Yeah. Yeah that it took like three right.
0: to four four sit downs and I beat it and which is fine. And I think it's worth, I think it's 20 bucks. So I think it's worth it because it's a really good experience for okay. in the middle of it. Um, but I'll get to the ending and my overall reaction to the game. Um, but anyways, like Limbo, you go through these different environments, you go through this farm and then you kind of go through this city area and then you're kind of in this factory and you little bits and pieces of the story start to present itself. You see people in the background, these, these, they're people, but they're kind of like zombies and they're being controlled. It looks like they're all walking mm. in sync, and there's people with like guns, kind of walking next to them, making sure they stay in line. So like, it looks like it's a dystopia, and like obviously, some form of power is taking over people, and you don't know what's going on except for that the vast majority of people are being used for something. You can't really figure out what, or they're being like, it looks like you know, it's, I don't know, if it's slavery. You can't really tell. And you're going through the game, and. You know, you're climbing ropes, you're swinging, you're turning on gadgets, you're hitting buttons, lifts go up and down, elevators, and, you know, all that same sort of Limbo-esque puzzler, you know, Mm -hmm. and again, that's also one of its cons. Like, I don't really think this game introduced anything that much... Different than Limbo.
2: Okay, that's it, a valid it, point. It yeah.
0: looks like just another level of Limbo. You know okay. what I mean? And that might be a little harsh. I think my people probably would disagree. Like it's n- enough, but like part of me was like, does this even warrant a, a sequel? Like where's the rest of like? It's great, and that, that's. The, but that's also the pro. It's because Limbo is so good. You get to play like Limbo again.
2: You
1: know, oh, yeah. okay. very a differently. Story. Because yeah. Limbo. A second playthrough of Limbo would be not near as fun I no feel like, no as, so this introduces like a whole yeah it's a because whole new you, thing yeah
2: that's the kind of game where you get the most impact on play number one and yeah, the less yeah, you yeah, know about it, it the better you'll that's
0: why I, I think again inside is worth playing but yeah it's very much felt to me like limbo 2.0 yeah. you know that's and again that's not to say it's bad it, it did it does it's a very good game and eventually you'll get into an area that is um well, a couple of really wonderful things actually, moments happen. So, water obviously is a big component. You eventually get into a submarine, you get to steal it from these two guys. You Ooh, get to like, sneak behind them, get into a submarine, and you're like,
2: How old are you? What's this kid?
0: Uh, he looks like he's like a young teenager. He's a rambunctious he's like like, He sounds
2: like a genius <laughs> if he's stealing he's a brilliant. submarine. <laughs> yeah, and
0: you gotta figure out how to use the control. Like, that's the fun. Like, no, they don't tell you anything. Right. And one of the things you learn about the submarine is that if you like hold down a button, it will kind of charge up and you can shoot out of the water. Because you'll come to a place and you're like, the water's not near high enough to get over, you know, the water doesn't reach over this thing. Like, how am I going to do it? And you just have to figure it out and figure it out. So there, there are moments where you're like, I have no idea what to do. And you just have to, just eventually, you figure it out. And you're kind of, and one of the one of the best moments I remember, like, that actually, because in Limbo, like, the spider moment I talked about was like a uh, kind of heart-stopping moment. There was a moment in Limbo when you are in the submarine, and you're going through the water, and it's like, kind of like, shit's down there. It looks like, uh, debris has fallen. I mean, this is a very much torn up area and the way the camera moves, this is one of my favorite parts. When you go through a door, the camera will swing from this location to that location. You know, it's like a little loading screen, but it's like Mm. a swing and you can almost feel the movement and it does it at one point and it reveals, and I'm not giving away, it reveals this sea creature. Oh, and, like, and then it goes away really quick. And it's like, Ooh, whew, oh, and you're like, God! Shit. <laughs> and you're like, that's gonna, spider that's, 2.0, Spider 2.0, yeah, flashbacks, oh my God. That is totally coming back to get me. And it does, and that was actually one of the hardest moments is your interaction with this sea creature and trying to, like, get away from it and, it's so, I mean, just like you're kind of going and then like it comes out of the screen to uh, the left and you're like, fuck, and you're like, where do I go? Where do I go? And it's, and what's even creepier about it. It's like, it's a human with really long hair. It's oh. like gross. Oh. It's, and it like gets you and it like tangles you up. It's oh like, God, yeah, it's oh God. like super horrific.
2: That sounds but awesome.
0: There's a nice twist. <laughs> there's a really good twist with that creature it comes back again later mm. and it's, uh, it's totally different. So that's a really, he's fun your thing.
2: father. <laughs> <laughs> he is you.
0: Um, so anyways, um, you, you're going along, and you eventually do get to this sort of scientific outpost where you get the sense, okay, this is where whatever these people are for, this it's in this area. You know, you kind of you you understand you're kind of getting close to the climax of the game, and it gets a lot more. Um, I don't want to say intense, but there's. Act- there's much more activity around you. There's people running about and there's even a point which I thought was really fascinating is there is a point where you enter this facility and there's people there and no one cares that you're there. Because for the most part of the game, people are trying to get you. Right. And what looks like to put you back in line, so to speak. It feels like you already freed yourself at the beginning of the game from this sort of evil society. And it looks like they're trying to get you. And like, there's a point, and it's a weird point. You like, kind of get, enter this facility, and people are just kind of r- walking around and jogging over to this one place. And you go jog over to that one place, and everyone's like looking in this giant dome. And you're like, what? what? Like, how come no one's going, coming after me? And that's like these little tidbits into like what the story may or may not be, which huh. is great, because it's all up. It's, it's just fucking confusing. <laughs> you know, You have no idea what's going on, which is fun and something and I will not spoil this but something happens towards the last like 10% of the game so everything's happening you're you're doing these things and Oh, you know actually something I want to talk about real quick that I did pass over. One of the new mechanics they did add, and you might admit it were you able to control other people in limbo with that little squid thing? Or did it just control I think you? It just controlled I you. thought
2: it just controlled you. In this I could be wrong.
0: They have devices that hang from the ceiling that you can jump into and it holds your head and you like turn into a zombie and then you're like, What's going on? And then there's other people around you, and when you move, they move. So that's oh. the new puzzle. Uh-huh. Like okay. there's many puzzles okay. that involve you having to move a bunch of zombies.
2: Oh, well. <laughs> Wow, which is
0: kind of cool. That's you know? kind of cool. You gotta like find like there's one point where you have to get twenty of them to a box. So you have to like go out and find. You know, first to get to them is hard, and then to figure out how to get them onto a train, and then get the elevator up at the right. You know, it's these kind of confusing things. You know, yeah. typical
2: zombie problems. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> and you all get them in there, and then you get to go into the. Oh, this is a great moment. You get to go into this room, and it's like this. You hear this stomping. It's like, and the it sounds like there's like a giant monster behind the door, and you get in there. What it is is this huge open room with like an electronic pulse in the middle, instead like a pulse wave. It goes on you're like, oh, pulse wave. And you're looking at it. And this is what I did. And as soon as the <laughs> pulse hits you, it's like legs and arms and head. <laughs> like in all different directions. And like you fly backwards. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> lesson it, learned. Yeah. I'll approach this differently next time. Just body. like the And it, it inside's like, oh, lesson learned. <laughs> you know, it's like that's I will die. You will never get through anything without dying once is my theory. I, I'm pretty sure. It's, awesome. It's, it's hard enough where you can't be like, oh, this is how you do this. You know, you're like, wait, is this good? Is this bad? And then boom, you're dead. You know? <laughs> Uh, that happens frequently. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the last 10% of the game, something happens where all I will say is you figure out what is being created and you become that thing. Oh. I guess that might be a lot of spoils. Oh, not <laughs> really. Because you it, become something you've else. You've been vague enough. Yeah, you yeah. become something else. Okay. And you get to play as something else. And it's like the most, like I've, I I mean, I my like mouth was open for like the first like minute. I was like, I can't believe I'm playing this thing. Like, what, what? the... Wow. Yeah. Oh, this okay. is interesting. See, so that gets
1: me excited. I don't want to know curious. what's up. I
0: never, ever controlled or, like, bit anything like that. And I'm like, A, hey, how did they make this work so well? Because it's fun. Like, I wish... I could almost see the whole game, but you could be this thing. And B, I just, like, how did they have the idea to do this? I mean, the, the design of this thing is bizarre, is so bizarre. And you actually... Ha- they actually have puzzles designed just for it. And the ending... Which you, you know you play as this thing for the ending, I was so disappointed. It
2: really, <laughs> oh, I was, so oh <laughs> emotional okay. roller coaster. It was an
0: emotional roller coaster. <laughs> I was loving it, and I was like, "This is great." And I was like, and I had that moment, which I'm sure we've all had, where I got to this point, and I'm like, "Please don't end, please don't," because I know it's i know it's going to end, and it's yeah. like zooming out. I'm like, "Please don't end, please don't end," and then the credits roll, and I was like, "I hate that ending." <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> I bad. hated the, the ending, but uh, maybe there's something to it that I'm missing, but. At the same time, it's like that can't be it.
2: And I mean, maybe other people had different reactions.
0: Uh, maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe, certainly. But I, I mean, the fact I'm—I feel like I'm fairly forgiving, and I was just like, "Ugh, come on." Yeah, I was bummed. Oh, that sucks. That
1: was bummed.
2: Still, from what I've from what I've it's heard, worth it. I still, yeah, it's, I, it's I, worth I'm, it. I'm yeah. very interested. It's
1: fun. It You're, was great, and we know puzzles. my thoughts on puzzle, on puzzle <laughs> games. Yes, but I'm still interested. <laughs> you
0: love them.
2: You
1: love them. They're you my
0: they're them. my favorite. Yeah. Oh, I mean, overall, I would you know, I put it on the same level as Limbo, um, it, except for the fact that it did, what Limbo presented was so different, mm-hmm. and from any other game I played, this is a very similar game to Limbo, hmm. repackaged. Differently, I think. All
2: right. Okay, so yeah.
0: on our scale of how much yeah. did I hate it, what's
2: the percent hate?
0: <laughs> that ending did really not, I did not enjoy that ending. Probably like a 35.
1: Okay, right. all right. Okay. So still f- very strong yeah. on the yeah.
0: positive. It, it, definitely a positive. Definitely okay. a positive. Okay, but I, there was some hate at the end, and that sucked. You never want hate at the end. No. You never want to be like, You should
2: oh. go for like 34%. Make it like <laughs> uh, really... 33.3. 33,
0: 33,
2: 33 <laughs> 33 repeating <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> percent.
0: <laughs> it was gu- I mean, it was
1: good. It was good. It was good, just, yeah. just kind of a bummed ending. It was
0: kind of a bummer ending. I wish there was more, so that's a good thing, I guess. Definitely yep. wish there was more. I think they kind of... Carved the, put, you know, drew themselves into a box a little bit, like.
2: You know, and now another this game thing, that kind like, of had a similar ending to <laughs> yeah. that was Child of Light. Oh, really? Like that was another game that was excellent, and then it ended, and you were like, "That can't be it." Yeah. So I, I, I get it.
1: That yeah. can be disappointing.
0: It's a little disappointing,
1: but worth
2: it.
0: But I, worth I would it. definitely recommend. It's a, so, it's a there great we go. game.
1: Well, I will say, I'm way more interested in it than I was <laughs> Just at the beginning of this episode, yeah. at the beginning you of this would, recording. Yeah, there's so. nothing
0: I could say that would make you not be surprised that what happens. Ooh. It's that surprising. I nice. was like, no, no way. No, no way. way. I'm really, I'm really interested. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, no freaking way. Off to, off to, I, to, like, I can't believe it. I was like, I, seriously, my whole minute, I was like, I can't believe what this is happening. <laughs>
2: What's <laughs> happening? Yeah, oh my I was. God.
0: I was. This is, like, this is
2: ridiculous. Those no, moments are great. Yeah. I love it when something gets you like that. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Uh, that is awesome. I'm really excited
1: now. So two new games for you to check out, or, you know, if you've already played them, let us know what you think of them if you already have played them but if not check out assassin's creed origins and inside but before we go we do have our song contest for this week our hint is coming to us from dylan biles it is you're once twice three times a platformer (laughs) Ooh, you're once twice three times a platformer lady all right, well, the song contest goes live Wednesday 9 a.m., the day after this episode airs. First person to correctly guess the game from the song get from the song and hint given will be able to send us a hint and song for a future episode. So Wednesday 9 a.m., day after this episode goes live. But with that, that concludes this episode of Team Chat Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my right by Rachel Mogan. Adios. And to my left, Zachary Parks. Peace. We'll see you all next time. Stick around for the song.